Lately I deal with depression, lately I deal with depression The weight of the fame on my shoulders and I just been putting in maximum effort Sheesh, paranoid, paranoid I just been dealing with paranoia
Zillion's body out. She might do something, man. She almost went into that Boy, what? <laughs> It was almost good night. She liked the song so much, she about lost her life for it. It was almost good night. <laughs> this is this is not my best cover. No, this is my best cover. I wish you would have did like the actual way and look like how like how it'd be like MP MP three dash like the underscore. Yeah. I wish you would have did that, but it is dope. This shit disappearing off the screen. You see this? This is just happening. Oh shoot! The website been acting crazy on that page though. Oh, I think it's done. Uh, what's up, y'all boy? We back. I am KJ. I am DJ. And this is the Bad Takes Podcast. That was Zuri. Very that was, excited. I was about Very to say, that was, that was Zuzu. She in the building, too, guys. Ecstatic. Um, and that was uh, some new music from, uh, we can't really say high audio. It's from Camp. It's new music from Camp. Uh, the remedy in lace the hands called come over that is out now everywhere go cop that go listen to that go stream that do whatever y'all do with music for sure it is called come over by the remedy and lace the hands um if you guys were on earlier the song that was playing is a little exclusive you know you might get it might not you, you know, you never really know what these guys. You never guys. really know what these guys, you know. Them niggas that manifest just be doing whatever they want to do sometimes. Truthfully. As you can tell, we got a new setup today, guys. Uh, for those of you going to live, y'all are a little closer than y'all usually are. We got some things popping. Um, DJ. Yes, sir. How you been, man? I've been straight, man. Um, it's been a week. I feel like there's been a lot of... A lot of shit to, to look at. And that's uh, I always like weeks where there's a lot of shit to look at and have your opinion on. Um, so you know it was, it was one of those weeks I feel like I fucked with heavy okay okay oh you? I forgot to say guys if you guys are you know just as you guys are trickling in those of you who are new to the podcast and you're watching live and those of you who aren't new and you just enjoy watching us you're watching live go ahead hold down the like button if we say something that you like if we say something that you dislike hold down the like button twice and that's a dislike button go ahead and try it out right now dislike something that we just said Appreciate you. Now go like something that we just said. Appreciate you. All right, back to the show. Um, with me, uh, you know, I've been chilling, bro. Life been lifing. Um, really excited for this weekend, but also dreading it at the same time. Why you say dreading it? Cause my nigga, you know, there's a lot going on, right? So I was, I was, I was really looking forward to um this weekend. And, you know, relaxing, chilling with my peoples that I ain't seen in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Really, really vibing out. Yeah. However, I got some things. How you doing, Christina? Uh, however, I got some things that I got to do Saturday. Damn. So, I didn't want to do it like I did it last year for homecoming. I came up on Friday, then just went back early Saturday. I didn't want to have to do that again this year. But brother, I'm just have to, you know, bite the bullet on that gas. Cause I'm leaving Thursday. Yeah. We got some business to handle Thursday. You know how we go. And then to go to Conway. And I'm coming back home Friday. Then I got a pop-up event that I have to coach. It's an all-black event, our first all-black event. It was my idea at the Black Food Truck Festival, which is why I have to be there, because it was my idea. Yeah. So going to that. Saturday morning. That starts at 9. You know, it's about an hour. 
at the at the most it'll take two hours. By the time I get done and actually make it back to Conway, y'all niggas probably won't even be dressed yet for the tailgate. So I'll make it an ample time. True. But I just didn't want to have to do all the back and forth and whatnot. But it looks like I'm gonna have to do that, brother. It's like I'm gonna have to do that. And it's I have to question. leave Friday. Like I have to leave Friday before niggas come. Cause I know how I go. Yeah. If I don't leave before niggas arrive, I'm gonna convince myself to wake up at four o'clock in the morning Saturday and drive back to Charleston. Damn. And then coach and then drive back. Damn. Damn, nigga. Yeah, man. Life be life in y'all. It does. Damn, that's unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Cause niggas really, niggas really was looking forward to having you there the whole weekend. I was looking forward to being there the whole weekend. Literally didn't find out that I was actually. So, I proposed this right, make and make it an all black event. Um, at Black Food Truck, uh, festival, which is this weekend in Charleston. I proposed the event like a month or two ago. Ain't hear nothing about it. Until last week, the Black Food Truck Festival page posted on their Instagram and was like, we're partnering with The Vault, coached by Strong Tower slash Givens underscore KJ. Literally just me. It ain't tag nobody else. It ain't tag Devon. It ain't tag, you know, they just me. And I was like. And it's, this is after. <laughs> this is after I done called, you know, the boys and was like, hey, y'all boy, I'm going to be there this weekend. We need to go ahead and get an Airbnb. I bet. Don't put the money down and everything. Now niggas is like, so yeah, KJ, you got a coach. Huh? And they're like, oh, I mean, it was your idea. And I'm like, huh? Yeah, that's annoying. That's fucked up, bro. Damn it, nigga. Yeah, man. Life be life, bro. I just knew you was going to be there with the boys. I'll be there Saturday. Yeah. I'll be there Thursday. I guess it's not bad. Really, the only day I'm missing is Friday, and honestly, I wasn't going to go to the sneaker gala to begin with. So, yeah, that is that is a good point. Not bad. Not bad. I guess we do still get Saturday, you know what I'm saying? Niggas is dairy, niggas is outside. You know what I'm saying? Niggas is outside, niggas is, you know, on the vibes. How do you feel about um all of this, uh, all of this, uh, this the, the shot games? I'm not partaking in any of that. Nigga, I'm old. You just, you just not. You're I am, not. I am old, brother. I'm not. I am not um partaking in none of the little shot games. Like you see this and you gotta take a shot. You see this and you gotta take. You hear this and got nope. Mm-mm. Y'all niggas got three out of me. Three shots total. At the most. That's crazy. I'm talking about like every day, and I'm only gonna be there for two days. So six in total. And niggas got six shots out of me at the whole weekend. Jonte need to go to federal prison. Listen, man, Jonte is just trying to, you know... Trying to bring the vibes he's, back. He's just trying to feed the streets, man. He's just trying to feed the kids. He's just trying to... He's trying to get, bring that animosity back to Coast Ad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? That camaraderie, back. you know? He is inciting violence. He's he's doing his best. He's... He terrorizes our, our group chat every morning. You know, speaking of John, I need to take a shot right now. Um, I wish we were sponsored by like somebody so we'd be like... That could <laughs> like, be like, like, a great drop. Like drink champs. I need to take a shot right now. Ah! It's a rock pull up. Did he hit us up? Well, that would be cool. Did he hit do, us we're up? We're gonna do drink champs. That'd be the name of the episode. Manifest champs. Can you bring the, the drink champs? Can I bring a drink? 
Guys, behind the microphone today on our on our um our um B our, microphone. Our, technically our, our C produ- microphone. Our producer. Our producer, Marquita, is uh cutting the one and two. She's keep, watching keep the cameras. Kids in the building. Oh! Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Did you watch the Kanye yeah. one? No, nah, not yet. That's yeah. not so long. All of their episodes are so long. I I need time to it's sit down so hard. And, and listen or watch something for two plus hours. And the thing about it that's crazy to me is niggas is like, <laughs> I thought okay, so I was on the timeline. I kept seeing niggas say, um, pay her, brother. How did you get? <laughs> I'm not even listening to Jeanette. I'm not paying her no attention. <laughs> Um, but nah, the Anchor. thing that's confusing is the niggas kept saying that. Um, I like that idea. That's why I'm not paying no attention. Exactly. ASMR. Is that what we're providing right now? ASMR. ASMR, ASMR drink champs, everything. No. <laughs> Yo, but that's what I'm saying. Like niggas be saying, like like niggas is acting like they couldn't say nothing. Nori was just confused. I did, I feel like I feel like Kanye wasn't. I really, need to watch it. This may be it. his most. This may be Kanye's most clear interview ever. I'm not gonna lie, he do be saying some stuff that don't be making no sense. No, all the time. That's what I'm saying. So I expect I watch interview expecting him to get on his like. It was a couple times that I would like just trail off. I'd be like, nigga, how'd you get on this topic by yourself? But like most of the shit was like pretty straightforward. And like he really wasn't being like crazy Kanye. Like niggas act like you know you know you know it's bad. And this is what I realized afterwards. It had to be like him not being crazy Kanye, because niggas immediately went with that big Sean quote. Like niggas act like that was like the water, like Kanye said some watch it before, bro. I didn't know what niggas were talking about. All I know is Jasmine hit me up and was like, well, she was in the room. She didn't really hit me up. She was like, I don't like what uh, Kanye said about my friend. Who is your friend? <laughs> Big she Sean. Was like, Big Sean. I was like, what did he say about Big Sean? She was like, he said the worst thing he ever did was sign him. And I was like, I don't know what, like, in what context he said that in. But I could totally believe that that is something that Kanye wholeheartedly feels with all of his chest that that is a bad decision on him. And that's the only thing that ever bothers me about people when they say that he says wild shit. You believe in things very truthfully. He just does the same thing. He's just famous. He says it, bro. Like, you believe in like you can't tell a nigga chest. his opinion is wrong. Like that may not. And I, that's definitely one hundred percent not the worst. Because designer, was, <laughs> designer was like to give music. That's so. That's obviously wrong. Yeah. But. What he said, you know what I'm saying? Sean's arguably one of the best to be signed to big music. So. His argument, I mean, good music. That's so. what I'm saying. His argument wasn't even based out of music though. So it's like you also gotta listen to Kanye. Yeah, like I didn't even, I didn't even know what it was. I thought it was something about like politics or something like that. Yeah, he said basically he said that Big Sean and John Legend. He basically turned into a Big Sean John Legend. Like they just got used by Democrats. He doesn't have a problem with people. John Legend was good music. No, he's oh. yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, the argument basically wasn't even based out of that. It was based out of him being mad at two of his friends because they didn't vote for him. That was what it was. That's what you break it down to. But people, you know what I'm saying? You put shit on the news and it's like... That nigga said two of his friends because they didn't vote for him. Nigga, nobody is voting for you. <laughs> There's a lot of people who did not go for you. Guys, today we're sponsored by Patron. There's a B on the bottle. Hopefully one day they'll really love us, but... Oh! You got to clap, Marquita? Because DJ can't clap because his hand was full. We need to clap. I'm just saying Sorry. that y'all owe me a new bottle. So yeah. Who is y'all? I'm not taking no drinks of that. That's DJ. Well... I got a long day tomorrow. I'm trying to push out all what? my clients for the week. How like, much is long? Like, literally, in these past three days, well, three days including tomorrow, so, like, Monday, today, and then tomorrow, I'm trying to get, like, all of my clients in for the week because they know I'm leaving Thursday. Oh, shit. I let the niggas know. I'm like, Thursday's a long day for me. I'm getting my hair cut in the morning. I got one client Thursday morning, like, early. I'm getting my hair cut. I'm getting the, uh, my last little vaccination shot. Then I'm on the road. Niggas say you're not paying her to clap. That actually is, you know, we <laughs> we don't think we're providing um, with the right things. I'm sorry, Marquita. We will definitely. I don't want that. That is 
funny. <laughs> That's my dog, bro. Stay silent, sister. Guys, we're taking homecoming shots. Here, Marquita, here's your homecoming shot. Christina said, I'm mad. I'm, I'm sad I'm going to miss the over it discussion. Right. Why are you going to miss it? Are you about to get off? Yeah, where are you going, like, Christina? Like, it's 10 o'clock. Oh, you about to go to sleep? Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I'm just put on the floor right here. Do we have an over it discussion? Or still over it discussion? We're about to. But I was also about to say, I didn't. I messed around and not. Um, um, my boss messed around because like I have like one on ones every Tuesday, mm-hmm. which is apparently very prevalent when you have, when you work in a remote job. Yes, obviously you know some niggas, niggas got to check on you once no, a week. No, nigga, the shit, they got it. They got a shit. shit, nigga. Jasmine got one every day. Yeah, I don't. I'm not that bad yet, but I do fe- definitely feel like we're gonna move like, there. I got a meeting. I'd be like, my God, again? How many? How much times I got to meet? Egregious. How many times do you niggas have to meet? Oh fuck. My bad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like a little brother with what you call it. I didn't even plug in it. I thought I did she said, earlier. She said, "This is egregious." <laughs> I gotta go to bed, man. My bedtime early. I'm about to be here for another fifteen. Another fifteen? What we have right now? But I, was, I just want to say that my boss canceled my meeting today. She's mm-hmm. done it every Tuesday for three mm-hmm. weeks, and she's only been she's been on the company for about a month now. Mm-hmm. She's done it every Tuesday for three weeks, but I'm just letting her know, like Thursday and Friday. <laughs> This shit does say oh oh oh. I'm out of here. Out of the office. <laughs> so, 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 I don't, you know, what I'm saying out of the office. That's not it's, out it's of not, office. Out of office. Oh oh oh. Out mm-hmm. of office. Yeah, it didn't really stop just now when I said it. But I now, mean, like, filler words like "duh" aren't usually an acronym like that. Yeah, they usually aren't. But you, when you started questioning yourself, I was just trying to make it easier on you. Yeah, you definitely came through. Both computers <laughs> now help me. Okay, let's get into it. Still over it, Marquita. On um, you know, what I'm saying uh, the woman in the room, women. We're getting on still over it. Please uh, give your opinions. Uh, you know, please, what did you guys think please, of the album? Please chime in, guys. Was it? Okay, what are the questions we're asking? Was it better than, than, over, the, it? than over it? Yes, technically. You think so? N- not from a number standpoint. I it's the, I, it's I the greatest I, R&B album since Lemonade. I think I said <laughs> Supposedly, that is, it is. It's we're talking numbers, numbers bro. Yeah, 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 that's numbers what I'm saying. I'm about to say numbers don't count, yo. But I feel like you have to say something like that when you think about the amount of R and B that's changed since then. Nah, that's numbers. kind of that's kind of an agreed, bro. Numbers Summer Walker agrees. This isn't Drake. This isn't numbers Drake. That shit's count. crazy. Numbers don't count, yo. This isn't Drake. This is that shit's kind of crazy. Is it? The numbers are a little, a little is bit. Is it? you don't see that type of exponent. She it? she killed Megan, bro. She did two hundred. Okay. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, exactly, women, that's what I'm saying. That don't count. What's you rarely about? see women touch 200k, but if like it's gonna be 200k, you wouldn't think it'd be an R&B artist. Like Meg did 30. Yes, you would think it would be R&B. I would think of the R&B artist if it's a female. I would think R&B artist over rap artist. Love the album. I feel like the marketing for the album was great, and it. Hold on. Summer's hard drive was a beautiful idea. No, the summer hard drive junk was. All right, guys. LVRN doesn't miss. All right, guys. Hot topic. Oh, you didn't like it? Hot topic. Oh, shit. Here we the go. The Summer's Hard Drive thing was the best thing that happened to this album. And, you know, I'm going to stand on that. Listen, guys. I saw uh, Shorty on TikTok say that she liked the album. She didn't like it like she liked over it. But it's because she was not. She said, this is my flex, but not flex. She said, I'm not Summer's demographic anymore. I'm not um, hurt. I'm not, and I was like, I agree with you, sis. As a fan of R&B, I can understand this is good music. Mm-hmm. I can understand how other people could like it the way they like it. I can listen to it and be like, oh, this sounds good, you know, sonically or lyrically. Okay, she's doing something with this. But I can also listen to it and be like, 
this don't hit for me. It don't got no emotional connection whatsoever. Listen, I don't got four baby mamas or dealing with a girl that has dealt with a nigga with four baby mamas. I, guys, I'm sorry. I'm in a good place in life. I'm not dealing with toxic people. And just the album was, again, I can acknowledge it was a good, it's good musically. It just emotionally didn't touch on the strings of Canard. And that's okay. That is okay. I mean, I feel like the same, like, over it, I really like, and I feel like I go to that all the time, but, like, this one, like, like, this girl on TikTok said, I'm not in a place where I'm hurting, like, I'm in a good relationship, I'm at a good point in my relationship, like, I'm happy with my life, so, like, I felt like, I don't even know, I I think I was talking to DJ about it, I was like, I feel like I have to give it some streams and give it some runs because I was excited about it, but I'm just like, the songs are cool, and I listen to it, like, front, like, start to finish and like fourth baby mama I think that's like one of my favorites just because she's not gonna talk yeah but like it's not something where I'm like oh I can relate to this because it's like I'm not going through that clap for the yeah shots clap for the shots up shots up alright let's go let's go yeah toxic champs um I also would like oh to say God. that junk that junk smell like it hurt ooh lord I smelled it on your breath, and it smelled like it hurt. Lord, we are old. Oh, um, I would also like to say, I'm glad I went into this album with no expectations. Yes. Because if I would have went into it with the same expectations that Twitter would have allowed me to go into it with, I would have hated the album. But I feel like it also sucks that the single was the single because that was the only song I was like. song on the album that sound like that and i'm like i don't like that they reached for it that's exactly what it was they wanted that they wanted that number one they want the pop and they want the jt feature but the crazy part about it is they didn't need it the single all of her she had she had eight she went from being not that's what i'm saying that's crazy about this album because you rarely see this happen to a black woman. I, that's what I'm, I'm going right, to say. Right. Like, not even say, she like, rapper, Swift, which right. you rarely see this happen. She's getting, she's Taylor Swift level right she not, now. She's not, she not Taylor Swift and she's not Beyonce and only them type of niggas do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, niggas, she did, I think she did the same shit as Drake where she had all 10 number, like, of what you call it. She yeah, like, I, think, I think she was, like, missing, like, one or something yeah, like, like that. Yeah, she went from having, like, I don't think a number one single at all to, like, having, like, eight, like, all eight of the top spots for the top 10. So, like, um, this shit is incredible, you know. I think the album is really good. Um, I think it definitely tugs at the heartstrings um, of people that are in this situation, like I said. And I feel like I, I share the same sentiment where I'm not necessarily there. Um, but yeah, I feel like I didn't get let down. I, I think I think I didn't let it hype me up because I didn't really have an expectation for Summer Walker, and I feel like that's kind of rare, you know, um, with artists right now. Yes, no, maybe so. Um. Yeah, I feel like when like somebody drops like, something out, like it is rare, really rare. Not just artists. I feel like it's rare for anything and anybody. If a movie comes out, you're gonna have expect. Like, we watched the best movie of the year this past week. And, Period. And we gonna get into that. We gonna get into <laughs> we watched that. The best movie of the year this past week, and just by looking at the people who are in it, you shout can't, to the heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shout for Holiday Fall. But you know, you can't. You can't even look at that and be like, mm-hmm. I have no expectations for this. You're going into it like Idris Elba's in it. Yeah. Uh, Regina King's in it. Yeah. It's produced by Jay-Z. 
even if you don't know none of the other characters. And I think it's like, okay, it has to be good. You know what I'm saying? You're going in with some type of expectation. And I think that was the best thing for me going into this album, literally having zero expectations. Um, and I would say... And I think she put the... She, it's a good thing and a bad thing at the same time that she put the expectations on herself by naming it still over it. The good thing is people are excited to see it. So you're going to get the numbers that she ended up getting just off the fact that somebody going everybody going to listen to it once. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of strange because Which is why you throw still really over it on there. Numbers in it. I mean, yeah, I don't I don't I don't usually play the numbers game either. I'm just, I'm not even playing the numbers game. I'm literally just saying like It's wild to see those. I see what you're saying. Like yeah. it's like groundbreaking. Like I would not have if you would have told me last Tuesday that this album would be the number one cuz I don't I don't want to say I don't think it's as good, but like even if you do, do you do the comparison thing, you know what I'm saying with album mm-hmm. this year, and you go with Jasmine Sullivan, like that's what I would compare that it to. Amazing. That's my number one. You know what I'm saying? Like you compare this, like I feel like Jasmine Sullivan did what Summer Walker did, but in a more concise manner. So bam, brother, oh my and god! Honestly, I'm so glad you said that because that was my next point about the album. I love when people talk about their pain and their art, but they do it in a. I don't want to say subtle or discreet. They kind of make it artsy. Like, they talk about their pain and make it artsy. Like, Jasmine Sullivan was like, I've been dealing with too many men. I had to go work on myself. You know, I was dealing with some pain, and, you know, I had to go work on myself. Summer Walker was like, F this nigga London. I'm, and that's- fed, I'm fed up with him. And I was like, to an extent, I love that you being blunt. But then I'm also like, dang, sis. Make us think who you. She could be talking about somebody else. You know how they be like, like Beyonce got lyrics. Yeah. And every time Beyonce say a lyric, we always think it's Jay Z. But then we also like, she could be talking about somebody else. Yeah. Or like Maybe. when we were having the conversation, um, whenever the shit came out about what's that song called on there, Marquita? Uh, with Ari Lennox. On this album? No, on the other one. On. Sit on it. Yeah, you know, so niggas talking about sit oh, on yeah, it for a long. We're talking about like the Ari Lennox interlude. Talking about like who's this about? You know, she's talking about yeah, that type of thing. And I feel like with this album, you knew where it was, which is fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with making music about the person you dealt with or like people you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Because I do feel Mm -hmm. like by the end of the album, she was kind of giving off that she was fucking with somebody else, right? Or a couple songs in there, definitely the ones with Omari. And I was like, this isn't about London, or maybe it is. I don't fucking know. I I got. I feel like I just feel like like there's a lot of duplicates for me. You know, that one with Omari wasn't about anybody. I think she was just making a, a sexy song. But that's the thing. I feel like that's also the problem when you when you. I feel like the problem that you have with a concept album is two things, right? One, your concept album can be too bulky. I feel like this one has that problem being too bulky. Then I also feel like whatever the concept you create, you kind of make that the canon of your album or you as an artist, you know? Or whatever you're working on. So whatever, like, if you look at one of my favorite concept albums, you know what I'm saying? Look at Mad City. Mm-hmm. This has a this has a, a standardized set track list is kind of like duplicate of this mm-hmm. where you know the dates of these songs are recorded, mm-hmm. supposedly. You know what I'm saying? Even though it doesn't really add up because like one of the dates was like last month. Right. You know? Um, you know, so, so you have that like where it kind of like runs like that. And so if you have that and you have these dates and times, the people in your audience start to think the canon of this is, okay, this song happened to you and this was what transpired at this time and this is like dealing with this story and I did I felt kind of the same way you did like it was like a pop out song like I got a chance to make a song with Omarion it's like I got a chance to make Usher you know right, some song with Usher right. the first album I'm just expanding my features and things like that and I do feel like that's maybe might be like my only drawback from the album and, and I think she, she doesn't feel personal besides like, those two songs I think she was kind of just like this whole album is really really deep really pressing 
other than X for a reason. I think I need to make something a little more lighthearted. So she was yeah. like, all right, I'm going to make this song about sex. Yeah. So I think that was also another thing. Uh, Christina said um, she had really high expectations for The Heart of They Fall because I don't like nothing, and I co-signed it. <laughs> y'all ain't gonna lie, bro. It, oh, Christina, y'all don't understand the childlike happiness. That yeah. was when KJ told me he liked that movie. Yeah. Because I just knew, I just knew when I watched like it, nothing. he don't be liking nothing, but he ain't like nothing in six months. Yeah. So this nigga say he like the heart of that fall. I was like, nah, that's my favorite movie too. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. This, shit, this shit works now. I don't. It's not that I don't be liking nothing. It's just be like, I'd be expecting more from people who I expect more from. Yeah. If that makes movie? sense. If that, that makes sense. So like. You didn't like Squid Games. He didn't even get through Squid Games to like it. I didn't like the first episode. And I thought it was. I thought it was dumb with that first episode. I thought it was dumb. I thought it was dumb. Ask DJ. Ask DJ. I will stop watching the show off the first episode. If the first episode ain't amazing, if it don't catch me, I will stop. You knew it was going to happen. Why would you make an hour-long episode slow? That don't make sense to me. You have told 60 minutes to catch my attention. And you was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. Why not? Issa Rae caught my attention in 28 minutes. Does she? Not in this season. She does a terrible job of... I mean, we'll talk awesome. about that later. But, first episode. Call my attention in 28 minutes. Squid Games took a whole 60 for me to just be like, what is going on? And I was like, I still don't want to watch it. Keep watching it? That has a lot to do with it, which is what I was about to say when he said I, it was childlike um, uh, happiness. It was like two of my favorite things. Black people and Cowboys. Your favorite thing. Not, and I'm not even talking about the football team. That's also one of my favorite things too. But my daddy literally watched westerns. It's like the only thing he watches on TV. So growing up, that's all I ever would see on the TV is westerns. But it's always these white guys: John Wayne, Clint Eastwood, da da da. da. You telling me I get to see some of my favorite actors: Regina King, Idris Elba, Jonathan Majors, Lakeisha Scanfield. That wasn't me fucking. I'm like. That wasn't me to fucking go. I'm like, he could be the one to do it for us. And he really, he really, <laughs> he really is. is. That nigga's the chosen one. That nigga that played um Jim. Oh, he was my favorite character. This nigga is so he was my favorite character. Now we skipping. Okay, so wait, what would you before we move on? What would you raise? Uh, rate still over it? Or be okay, music musically still over it? Yeah, I'll give it a seven point eight. Honestly, I ain't gonna lie to you. Sonically, musically, she was missing London. He was on a lot of songs, though. I heard she was missing London. You you could tell from the production, his beats were. You could tell from the production. Ah, uh, I see. Like the way her vocals sounded, like I was like, hmm. Or maybe you know, pregnancy does do that to you. So you don't think Sean um Sean Garrett helped any? Eh. Mm. Eh. I don't know, bro. I I do feel like the album was great, but I do feel like it is one of those situations where I'm just not in that place, you know. Like it really that that's about as simple as you can put it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, was, I think I'm probably about the same, 7.88, just like, just because I see, like, the reception is great, um, so it's hitting this target audience, you know, I've mm-hmm. always played, that's important, like, when niggas be like, Playboy, Car- Playboy Cardi's music sucks, I'm not his target audience, you know, yeah. the kids that really like that nigga, like him, you know, so yeah. I can't be mad at, I understand why he does numbers, I understand why this did numbers, um, I'm still gonna play that fourth Baby Mama song, because I feel like that is, that's just, that's just really good. Yeah, that's I just love, good. That's just I good love, music. Bro. I love me a great diss track. Yeah, <laughs> I love a great diss track. You know? And she said the very first thing she said. That nigga blamed her mama. I mean, his mama. I was like, ma'am. Yeah. 
Ma'am. Make sure to cut out time for the mother. Ma'am. <laughs> and then did a whole verse on like stuff that you know she only knows because she's dealt with him and the mother together. Okay. I'm like, this is a legit diss track. Like she was literally saying stuff that literally she was saying stuff that only Marquita would know because you told her about your life. Exactly, bro. I like the part where she was like, you told people I was the queen, but it was just some R&B. I like that part. That's a bar. That's a bar. No, and that's and I and I feel like that's one of the one of the hardest things to do musically for me, um, in my mind, is convince somebody of the opposite sex. Like if you're a woman, mm-hmm. convince a man to hate the man that you're also talking about. And by the time I got done, I was like, oh yeah, fuck this nigga London, dog. Yeah, bro. Like, like yeah, fuck this man. nigga, dog. Like, <laughs> I was like, that nigga, that nigga, nigga London deserve less. Who is this nigga? You know, a nigga, a nigga. <laughs> A nigga on Twitter blocked him and like screenshot it and sh- like like put it on his timeline. Mm-hmm. And nigga co-tweeted was like, "Damn, you really showed him." <laughs> oh, niggas are funny, yo. Niggas, niggas are funny. That nigga London about to use um is about to use uh that royalty money to pay his child support. That nigga London and be, about and be about, great. That, and nigga, be, that nigga London about to use that um still have stacks fourth baby mama in a sample to his next beat. Y'all quit playing. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna be a future. Song. And then she said she had, she mentioned Thug in there too. That nigga, that nigga sample, that, that nigga sample fourth baby mama, and then got Thug in the song rapping for him. That I hope nigga, that doesn't happen. She said, "Are you trying to catch up with Thug?" I was like, "Dang, what do you do? Why are you shooting shots at niggas that deserve it? Like he didn't even make you." <laughs> oh Lord, I, I play. I definitely play the prelude she every time. That, she hit that nigga with "You better call Tyrone." I need the prelude every single time. Yeah, um, yeah. Reference tracks. That's what I was talking about. I just love listening, listening to reference tracks. I also was uh, annoyed with how many times I heard or saw Sierra's prayer this weekend. Very annoyed. Tell me why, though. So much to the point to where I knew the prayer by heart. And I was like, oh, I, listened to that one time I was like, guys. You guys. didn't play the prayer? Huh? You didn't pray the prayer? I listened to it the first time I listened to the album, but it's just like. I mean, I think it's cool because everyone was talking about, always says on Twitter, I need to pray that Sierra say, I mean, I think it's cool to end it that way, but it's just not something I'm going to play. Yeah. I thought it was dope, like, for her to do for the album. Yeah. Or, like, reach out to Sierra and be like, hey, what was the prayer? I definitely thought that was dope, but I was annoyed with how many times I saw it or how many times women were like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely about to take Sierra's prayer every night, every morning, every time I eat my food, every time. He's like, what? I feel like a hunchback. Every time I eat my food, every time I breathe, I'm going to say Sierra's prayer. And I'm just like, guys. Nah, yeah, I do think that that is the problem that I had kind of with the album. The interludes um, or like the snippet parts just seem dumb long. Like even the Cardi B one, I was like, this shit not over yet. Yeah, you should have clipped some of that out. Like, you should have like cut into like the end part where she was like, F them hoes. And then, <laughs> but it was dumb long. Jeanette, you don't be praying for Korean boys? That's Why the problem. Why would I pray for a man? Because then you would be over there. Oh, you talking about the K-pop niggas? Because then you would be I'm over there. praying for the K-pop niggas? I thought it was interesting how people were like that Sierra Cardi in Summer, the fourth baby mama. Oh, yeah. They're all the fourth? What? Yeah. What? Like the Spider-Man? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yo, that's wild. What? Yeah. Cardi, yeah. Sierra. Yeah. Summer. And some are all fourth baby mamas. Yeah. Technically, Sierra is exactly. the first baby mother of her husband. But not a future. 
of her husband. Of her husband. Exactly, because once you become, what's up, Los? Once you, uh, you know, you get married, um, everything before that don't even count. Words. Not a child, not gonna Every, count. Everything before, everything before that don't count. Future is little Russell now. I don't everything know if he knew. I'm about to say that that baby is Russell Jr. That baby name is RJ. Let me stop. I'm sorry, Future. I gotta cut. Stop burning bridges. <laughs> yeah, nobody in music industry to work with. Summer and all the other three baby mamas got along and they could have a music video together. No, okay. I mean, they might get together now. They are not friends. They. She came Any, back and said she came back and apologized. Will become friends for money. Yeah, that's the only reason they was being meaner. Cause uh-huh. London promising some money. Apparently, I'm just trying to follow. If we follow the Summer Walker lore, which we're not about to do, guys, that's I don't, know, I don't know nothing about what's going on after this. I thought we were talking music. I know music. Yeah, I don't know drama. She has some, I don't a slumber know. party or something that she is doing. A slumber party for a promotion. Summer Walker sleepover or something. Why you didn't go? I don't know what it was. I just saw it. She had digital some party. Yeah, I guess it's the third year of her doing it. Of her first child, KJ. Yes, she is. That's all it really matter about. You know, saying so you're the number one, you're the number one mother to the baby that you just had. You know, no. Let, and let's keep it pushing. Yeah, let's go. You know, because I know music. Because I know music. <laughs> you know I don't saying? know drama. You're the number one baby to the mother. You know, what I'm saying. What Are am you I doing saying? Insecure next. Are we gonna do insecure? Are we gonna do love, the love, the love. You know, the harder they fall. Yeah. <laughs> Um, let's get into the hard if all real quick, real quick, real quick. Because insecure, we got like questions and oh, stuff. Yeah, you do it's, have like, it's like a whole segment for insecure. Yeah. So, oh my god, it was such a good episode too, Christine. I'm really upset that you can't be a part of this episode because this She's insecure, this episode oh, for insecure nice. was really good. Dang dog. Can't say ten more minutes. Ten more minutes. This insecure episode was really good, and I really want want people's uh, opinion on this. Um. However, uh, the harder they fall, so we're we doing. Yeah, the harder they fall. Ten four. Um, do you want to start on how you felt about it? Sure. Um, the harder they fall, man. You know, I'm trying to think. Like, how do how do you where do you even start at? The movie's just really good. Like, I feel like in a world where movies are bad. <laughs> in a world. In a world where movies are bad and movies aren't interesting and movies don't do what they have to do anymore, uh-huh. I feel like a movie where you see yourself in the movie, it also has a good plot mm-hmm. and it's also shot very well, you know? You can't really beat one of those. Amazing, amazing soundtrack. Amazing you know, cinematography. Amazing you know, soundtrack. The score, amazing. There's not really a lot of things to poke holes in. It's a historical film too because technically people in it are real. They actually yeah. did live. So, you know, so you're getting those little nods that you're able to go back and look to. Right. The movie's just fucking good, bro. That's really it. You know what I'm saying? really good, bro. I really like RJ. Like, I, like I love when a movie gives you characters that you want to know everything about every single character. Exactly. And I wanted to know everything about all of the characters. Everybody on that love uh, gang, I wanted... Every single one of them niggas that have at least they own hour of like, why are you this way? Who are you? Where did you come from? <laughs> Everybody on the Rufus Buck gang, I wanted them to have their own hour of why are you this way? Who are you? Where did you come from? Yeah. And you see the thing about it also. And like, I'm going to I'm going to keep making because um, I don't think KJ's seen it yet still. I'm going to make some comparisons, not to compare the actual movie, so I think this movie is far better, but just like the idea of the large ensemble and how you can do a large ensemble film well, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Um, but between uh, The Harder They Fall and what's the movie that I was so excited I don't about? Know, nigga, someone start with F. What is it called? The Eternals. You know? Oh, yeah, I thought you were talking about that other movie you said you saw. The one you saw like a week ago. Oh, The French ago. Dispatch. That, that's also a great ensemble that, movie. That's what I thought you were talking Not about. Not an action ensemble movie. Um, it gave me. I ain't gonna lie. I thought for a while it Damn. was. I thought it for a while. Yeah, no, for a while, me and DJ literally were texting each other like, this guy, uh, DJ texted me and was like, he loves a uh, Tarantino-esque shot. And I was like, yeah, they're the best. I really thought it was a Tarantino movie. But she was beautiful. Yeah, it was amazing. It was amazing. Um, I'm trying to think about where I would even start with like the diagnosis of the movie. Um, you can't really do a comparison to Eternal. Dog. No, I'm not trying. To, I wasn't. I'm not saying, trying to, a lot of us ain't never seen it yet. I'm not trying to compare it to the movie. I'm saying like, I feel like when you have a movie like this, I'm saying like mm-hmm. in comparison, like mm-hmm. with the Eternals, like I finished that movie and I don't care about these characters. Yeah, this movie's over, and I, it's one of the rare moments where it's like the sequel. Is there gonna be a sequel? Oh, or are we gonna are we gonna get a prequel? Is there a prequel? A Cherokee That's Bill, what I'm saying. A Cherokee Bill prequel. Oh my god. A Cherokee a, Bill prequel? You know what I'm saying? Where he just he's just out there living. You know, that would be dope. A Jim Buck? Um, a Jim Buck. You know My saying? God, that, the part when he was like, you saved me from this, I was like, I wanna know what happened. A How Lone Ranger? Happen? You know, a Lone Ranger movie? You know what I'm saying? Based off of what uh Delroy's character, you know, so maybe have it have him jumping back and forth between mm-hmm. ages with somebody with another young black actor. That would be crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's not like, British, but it's okay because all them niggas is British. Right, they got so many British niggas. That nigga Delroy's British. That's just such a like. Why? What? How? He been he been a black ain't no Delroy's is British. Delroy been a black father for a long time in in, in American movies, and that nigga is a British man. Shit's kind of sick, man. Crazy, yo. Um, what's up, Kendrick? What's up, Tim? Scared. What's up with your boy? But um. What was your what were your favorite as a thespian brother? What, what were your favorite um, takeaways from this movie? What are the things that you really thought that were amazing? Um, um, and it was a lot of things. Wow, crispy god, my god, crispy god. Wow, we must be getting a good connection. Hello, today. crispy god. How the are you? world is giving us a chance. <laughs> um, some of my takeaways. I love. Okay, the thespian in me loves when an actor studies their role. So, you can tell by some of the accents that some of them studied their role. Regina King had a Louisiana accent. Yeah. But this was based in like Dallas, Texas. Yeah. Or something, someplace in Texas. Selena, Texas or something like that. Regina King had a Louisiana accent. Trudy, treacherous Trudy Smith, Mm-hmm. Was an enslaved person from Louisiana. I love when an actor does their research. And that was like, yo, her accent is really dope. I wonder why she chose Louisiana and not just like a regular old country one like everybody else was doing. And I looked and I was like, Tch. Chef's kiss. Chef's kiss. My God. Also liked how um how uh, you I feel like too often in movies they like they give you like who you're supposed to root for and I like how this movie is kind of like shot and like you know what I'm saying like like obviously they kind of had the archetypes like this is the good guy this is the bad guy but like you very well could argue that the bad guys aren't really bad guys you know they've just been I feel like the bad guys what the movie tried to tell us is that they've been like fucked by life like you know what I'm saying like they were like they, they they're they're taking their life into their own hands you know? and, and that kind of thing. the things that they're doing they've had to do 
in order to survive or in order to thrive in the like bro, the, my, past, I, the last couple of movies I've watched bro have done a great job of making me root for the villain no definitely for sure for when, sure when Rufus Buck had that one scene when he was like uh um Redwood ain't a hiding place yeah I don't hide Redwood ain't a dream I don't dream it's society that and he basically was saying he can make a all black community in the 1800s when uh slavery you know they go a little further east slavery is running rampant you know what I'm saying yeah he basically was saying I can make a civilization for black people to thrive here y'all gonna have to pay this tax I'm gonna be the basically the king of this. Niggas threw a but, crazy price out, but, but it was a wild price. Niggas threw it a crazy wild price. Niggas threw a wild price for 2021. Niggas, so I niggas know. Niggas said I we know. can if we get every penny, we might get we might be able to get 15. He said I want 50. I was like, sir. And then what I, are you gonna do with this money? Then I understood like the plot, like why they had to get that 35 back. But shit, boy, that nigga, that nigga Rufus didn't pull no bitch number out, bro. That, that nigga, nigga said, said 50. 50. That shit is. Pressure that nigga. I was like, my God. And then was, and then had enough nerd out of attitude that niggas. He was mad when niggas were like, I don't want to give you that kind of money. Killed the nigga. Killed the nigga. You just got out of jail, nigga. And he killed the <laughs> like nigga. Like you just, you just, you just showed up. We don't even know you, bro. We didn't know you from Reputation. You old? Like what's up? Um. Also fucked with how uh, D Ray. Uh no. Dion. 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 Dion Cole went crazy. Played a role when he wasn't. Technically funny, yeah. like he was comical, but like not funny. And also, like you know, since so the ability, the ability to be able to like have like all that gold in his mouth, like the niggas for this movie, bro. Like I don't know, if this movie doesn't win something. I usually don't get mad about stuff, and I'm definitely gonna get mad later because they're probably not going to. But I just feel like it's there, you know what I'm saying? Like the backing is there. You have you have Jay Z's pockets. Like they're gonna give it to them. They're gonna give, yeah. them, they're gonna give them a award. They got too many. Uh, um, it's like yeah, it was, it's too many variables. Like you got Regina King, you got Idris Elba, you got Jonathan Majors, and it's produced by Jay Z. It really is like a, they can't help but win at this point. Delroy. Yeah, but he not one of the award winning niggas. You're winning awards. Idris an award winning nigga. Mm-hmm. Regina been winning plenty of awards these past couple of years. Regina, she, she been hooping these past couple of years. That's a goat. Jonathan got uh, nominated for Lovecraft. He didn't win, but he got nominated. This is the director's first movie, which is crazy. Um, that's a crazy. That's a crazy for your first feature to be this, this, this. But I mean, he is a composer. He's been doing this for a while. But it is kind of crazy. I like to say like I'm jumping into this, uh, into this ring, and I'm not, you know, getting poked out because that, that the movie just unfolds so good. It's like one of those. Th- it's it's one of those times. I think what also works in the movie's favor is that like, um. Westerns already kind of have this comedic air to them, you know? Like, yeah. not like it's, like, joke, but it's, like, one of those things you just don't take that seriously, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like for the Western, like, to be able to possess what it does mm-hmm. um, as far as, like, the way the movie works, um, it kind of gives that comedic air, but at the same time, it's like, damn, you're, like, are kind of rooting for one side or the other. You're rooting for this individual character. you like, you want to see that gun battle. You want to see that. So, like, when that happens and, you know, the result of that, you have a reaction. I also love that the women were like standalone characters. No, fire. Like they weren't, their existence wasn't based off of a man or based off of uh, whatever, right? They were like standalone characters. Like Trudy is Trudy with or without Rufus Buck. 
Yeah. And stage coach Mary was stage coach Mary with or without Nat Love. Yeah. And I love that they kind of played into that. I love that they kind of played into Trudy and Buck having a love for each other, but not like a romantic love. Yeah, they didn't really dive into that um, to like give more answers or anything. And I feel I feel like that like like helped the story a lot. I feel like anywhere else they would have tried to um, shoehorn that in. It would have been at least one kissing scene. Yeah, it been at least one kissing. We didn't need that here. Yeah. I really fuck with that. I really think that that's one of the um, the better the better decisions that they made. Yeah, um, I think I think another good decision. Um, obviously, I'm not sure if this is like a beforehand. I'm not really sure how they shot this movie. I'm not sure. Like I haven't seen the script yet. You know, so something like that. But like, I, I think letting Lakeith be Lakeith, who he is naturally. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Really benefited this movie because, like, yeah. obviously, I don't know if a lot of niggas know anything about Cherokee Bill or know the history of Cherokee Bill or know much relating to Cherokee Bill or things like that, you know what I'm saying? I never heard, like, there's no way of us hearing audio of Cherokee Bill, stuff like that, because it's so old. Mm-hmm. But it's like, you know, I feel like, even if this isn't how that character acted, like, he did, like, a great job of kind of giving off that emo almost a little bit, you know? Yeah. Like, he did say that, like, I did read one of his Instagram posts where he said he was very um, mentally um, damaged during this time. Yeah, like, he basically was depressed during this time, and he said you could see it in Cherokee Bill's eyes. And I responded to you when you sent that Instagram post to me. And I was like, dang, I just thought that nigga was being a really good actor. Because, like, you could literally look into Cherokee Bill's eyes and be like, this nigga's in pain. Yeah. Like, he looks like he don't want to have to kill these people that he be killing. I think that's one of the one of the craziest parts about the movie. I was talking about like, this little the bit scene on the was like, I hate, well, why they always got to count so slow? Yeah. He really was like, I don't want to have to kill you. But you're counting so slow. And I might lose this. I don't want to have to die. That's that's why, and I was literally about to point that I was having like a little bit conversa- conversation on the timeline about this, um, and then it, it's kind of like over to myself. I was like, dog, like he kind of like is the embody the embodiment of this is real. Like this is like niggas will die, niggas heads will, die. will roll. Like the real Cherokee Bill killed eight people. Like mm-hmm. like this nigga kills people, and it's like you know. So we always hear these stories about like gun, you know, saying things like this, and it's like, okay, like, this is, like, etiquette, but this is, like, no, this is, like, a life or death situation, like, yep. well, how, how you have etiquette over a life or death situation, you know? Mm-hmm. You know that's, those are these, these things you kept hearing, but it's like, no, nigga, like, this is for real, like, and like if, if it's for real, let's just do it. Right, he really was like, I don't want to have to kill you this way, but I also don't want to die, so I'm going to cheat. I don't know, but I loved it, but, uh, we could sit here all day and talk about this movie. Literally. I'm trying to think about some more good points I like about it. CeeLo Green song. I already said that. Amazing yeah. song, bro. The whole soundtrack is good. Amazing. Okay, did you have any take that song from with that? Kid Cudi and Jake and uh, Jay Z to start the song to start the uh, movie off? I was like, my god. Very very amazing song. My god. Um, you didn't have any takeaways, Marquita? Um, I mean, I liked it. I just liked what really got me was the end. How they like turned out to be brothers. But that was really cool because then it kind of just explained. On where he was coming from and explain like the opening scene. I mean, I just really like that part. That was uh, that was really good only because, at least to me, only because I can almost a hundred percent of the time guess the plot twist in a movie or show I'm watching. That one caught me off guard. I had no idea. Maybe it's because I was too busy just watching the movie mm-hmm. and just enjoying the movie, but like I had that I would never thought. I feel like in my head, I didn't want that to happen. But when it did, I was kind of like, you know. I didn't want him to die, though. 
like, Somebody got to die. I mean, yeah, I feel like a lot of them died, though, during, like, the battle or whatever. But, I mean, I guess I understand why he died. But, I don't know. Sometimes I don't know why Pickett had to die, though. Pickett didn't have to die. I think that was kind of, like, a more of a callback to when um, the marshal said, I think y'all niggas gonna die. Uh, but I thought he was more so just referring to what's his face. But he did say y'all. Pickett laughed with him. Pickett, you know, right. what I'm Pickett had kind of had like like the same like. Even though you know, I feel like, I feel like that was I feel like what hurt is that they didn't really get to see each other off. You know. Yeah. That was like, but that's a great movie. Oh my god, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm talking about these niggas like they're real. Speaking I said this nigga didn't get to send him off. This is right, a movie. Right. These are not real niggas. Speaking they did not see, know each other. Speaking to see niggas off. Yo, this was something I realized while I was watching. And kind of was like, I didn't think I even said it to Jasmine, but I was like kind of like thinking about it the whole time while I was watching it. And then after I watched it, I saw an interview of the director and he pointed out exactly what I was saying. Rufus and Nat like never was on screen at the same time. Mm -hmm. Them niggas was like never even in like the same area. Even even when Nat pulled up to the city, you never saw Rufus. He was like, where your boss? Yeah. Only time he had it when he got beat up. When he got beat up, but even then, they're not on the screen at the same time. Yeah. It's like, you see Rufus, you see Nat. You see Rufus, you see Nat. It wasn't like you saw both of them. It wasn't until Rufus was in, like, the sheriff's house, and Nat was at, like, the church all the way at the end, and you could see through the window, Rufus was looking at Nat. It wasn't until then when them niggas was, like, actually shared the screen together. And I was like, that's so dope that the two main characters like never got to engage with each other until dang near the end of the movie. And that's why I kind of feel like the whole like, um, take your revenge, you know, type of thing. Like it, it kind of like, you did all this shit now, you know what I'm saying? You can't, you can't, you can't not, mm-hmm. you know, you ain't got here. Mm-hmm. That's what you wanted. That shit, bro. Like that, that's that such a fucking so good. good movie, Like dog. I said, we could be here all day talking about this movie, but we are an hour in and we ain't even get to Insecure yet. So let's go ahead and uh, touch that. Buckle on over to Insecure. Let's go ahead and touch that. Touch um, that. Um, I had a question off rip. Uh, and a lot of my questions came because I know niggas with, with, with children. How would you feel if Zuri had your last name? I'd probably have been mad. Or is that like just a traditional thing? So you probably been mad. Yeah, because I feel like if it's not like a, what? I feel like if it's if there's no if there's no beef, then why not? You know. <laughs> Boom. And specifically, Marquis didn't even talk to you about it. Yeah, I feel like she that's just was just like you got there and like the birth certificate was like Zuri Kenzer. What's your last name? Baby. Is that that nigga? I was trying to figure out during the show, but I didn't want to rewind because you know how HBO be. Um, is that? That was, that's her last name. Is I don't Mustafa? know. I don't know what her last name or, is. I ain't gonna lie to you. It's Mustafa, but I don't know Mustafa. what her last name is. They kept, I thought that was the middle name when they kept saying it. I don't. I don't know. I feel like sometimes, like just because the season is starting starting out slow, like sometimes when they be going in dialogue, my brain just takes a second to like to lock in because it just be so much fucking talking. I'm gonna but, take a little little hop out of the question real quick and talk about that. Yeah. I hate. I love Issa Rae, yo, but I hate that she does this to us. Like, the last three seasons really started off dumb slow. And, like, the last two episodes was like, ha, I got you, niggas. I'm like, sis, it's the last season. If you ain't gonna give us an hour episode, at least give us every episode, like, punch us in the mouth every single time. Yeah, and I feel like 
Yeah, for these first three, definitely. Like, even this one was like, it was like, told, it's, it's conversation off of it, but it's not like, I mean, I guess this is this is like a big episode. I, I feel like, personally, guys, before we even get into like the, the, the conversation, if you listen to this, currently you listen to this, you know what I'm saying, later in the future when it's on video or mm-hmm. audio, mm-hmm. I think Lawrence is perhaps the most, this is not going to go wrong, this is definitely show, Lawrence is the most traumatized man on television, the most traumatized tele- nigga on this show. On this for show, for sure. Person on the show, man. Person, no, person on this show. Person. There's these niggas. This dude. They do this nigga so They're bad, really, bro. The way they I don't understand why. Morris's character. I'm just like, God dang. It's like every bad thing that happened. Y'all was like, just let it happen to Lawrence. Let it, let it do it to that nigga. And I was just like, wow, yo. But yeah, um, I was expecting to get punched in the mouth every every single episode. And like I texted you and told you, this by far was the best one out of all the three because it's had like the most like just things happening, right? I also don't fuck with the time jump thing. It's the, it's it's confusing. The time jump reduction, I guess you would say, because like I it's guess confusing. we're back in time now. Yeah, it's confusing because like the second episode is set a year later. Yeah, which means the baby would have been a year or about. Or what? However many months, you know what I'm saying? Maybe would have been. I guess more. that is a good point. I guess that is a point. So, like what the I, the concept that we had at the end of the at the end of whenever she left in the first episode was that from that point, whatever Issa said or whatever like the Issa storyline was mm-hmm. will be the current timeline. Right. And it made you feel like the baby was being born soon, but I do feel like the baby is a lot younger than what we think. Condola, maybe like you gotta th- six months. months you know, five. I said you got to think like nine months or da da da. I was thinking like a few months. But few months to a year old. Yeah. But it made it seem like it did a time jump back into now the baby is just being born. So I don't know, it was weird. It was weird. I didn't really like the time jumping forward and backwards and whatnot, whatnot. But um back to the question. You answered. You said if there's no beef then why? Yeah, I feel like if it wasn't like a convert like I feel like I, I, and I do feel like the the topic of this episode, or uh, of the insecure episode, should be the concept of communication. I wouldn't even say co-parenting. I would just literally say communication because I feel like that's like what they were lacking before the parenting thing mm-hmm. was communication. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like the baby's here. You can't really put that on the idea of co-parenting. You have to put it on the idea that like they just don't communicate well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like one of the things you would want to communicate, even if you if we are co-parenting, is okay. Is this like child can have my name? Because some people, I feel like some women have a very strong like. No matter who this nigga is, you know, say who this nigga daddy is, he's gonna have his name. Now, here you got the opposite where it's like, you said you weren't gonna be here, or you know, saying like we're not together. Why? Yeah, like you're you know not, not, we're not together. Type so it's of like thing. a wide range, and I feel like you can't assume. Because I asked Jasmine as I was watching it, she wasn't even in the room. I called her into the room to ask her. Did uh, Jasmine don't be watching Insecure? No. Friend. No, people don't Friend. be watching this joint. Friend. People don't be watching it. No, niggas really don't. Like, I don't understand. I don't get it, but I think it's because it is on like. Not the worst streaming app, but it's most like well, it's, on, it's on one of the one like one of the ones that the least people have. People like, think of as the expensive. Side. Yeah, people don't have that. It's like the least accessible one. But um, I called her in the room and I asked her, and she was like, "Well, if we're not married, then no, the baby won't have your last name." I didn't. I don't understand that, <laughs> especially if, like you said, if there's no beef, and if there's no beef. At least me at this point in time in my age, and or, or my time in life, if I'm with you, 
I have all intentions on marrying you. It's just not happening right now because, you know, financial or whatever the case may be. If there's no it's beef. really just financial. Yeah, really. That's really what it is. If there's no beef, why would the child not have my name? Why would you? And then what I, that I then asked her was, if we were married, would you give the child my name? She's like, yeah. So why would you go to the trouble of not giving the child my name now? We get married a year or two later, and then you have to then change that child's name. I feel like with that idea you're presenting, like kind of like what Condola said, and that's why I never like that. I don't like a lot of the talking points that are used around parents, and I do understand that they come from niggas who don't have parents. Like that's the number one nigga mm-hmm. on Twitter who's talking about babies, the nigga that doesn't have a baby, or the bitch, right. or, not bitch, <laughs> woman that doesn't have a baby. You know what I'm saying? Those are people that are, are having these conversations. Mm-hmm. But I do hate like when it's like the whole my baby. It came out of me type of thing. Like, nigga, how did it get there, though? You know what I'm saying? Like, That's literally what I know, said like, to her. She was like, she was like, well, I carried it. Well, how did it get there? You know Without saying? me, there'd be no baby. Without you, there'd also be no baby. But again, I still think that there needs to be a conversation. It's uh, minimizing the role of the black um, woman. Condolences and uh, Lawrence didn't even have a conversation. He pulled up and the baby had a name. Mustafa. What's this? You- Elijah Mustafa. Uh-huh. And he literally was like, <laughs> Elijah Mustafa? First of all, this is what I also wanted to talk about. I think I sent it to you. I don't know if I sent it to you or not, but this is what I also wanted to talk to you about. Mustafa. I didn't like the What's energy that uh, Kiki, Kiki Palmer, Kira? Yeah, yeah, whatever. Kiki Palmer's character. I didn't like the energy she was given to Lawrence. The effort there was zero. As if. <laughs> Kira got the way. They could have really just named her Kiki. Anyway. Right, you really could have just said Kiki. But yeah. I didn't like the energy she was giving to Lawrence. Like, as soon as the nigga pulled up, she was just like, mm. oh, that's why the baby looked like that. That was such a fucked up thing to say. And I was like, that's only a funny joke if we know each other and that we cool. This is the first time you ever met me. I don't even know your name. Yeah. You don't even know my name. And you never met me. That you is never met point. me. And this is the first thing you say to me. I didn't like that energy, but the reason I didn't like that energy is because that means for her to have that type of energy... Uh, Condoleezza has to be saying something to her. Condoleezza gotta be be like, yeah, I don't like that nigga. F that nigga. He trashed that, 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 that. And I'm not understanding how. Where is this energy coming from? Yeah, it is like um one of those, you know, you feed. I don't know. I, I feel like that's always the problem that you see a lot when like women and their sisters or friends. I don't know. Is that her sister? That's her sister. Her sister. Um... Ah, Condola is such a weird character, and I understand that, like they should like like I understand why she's there, but I mean I, I feel like that is an issue that persists in real life with women and or even men, um, with like relationships where like they kind of like give their perspective and their, then their friends hate yeah. the other person yeah which is, like, just which like is you trash. said like I don't want you to hate him no more, uh, I don't want you to hate him more than you do or you already hate him or some shit like yeah, that you already hate him right and it's like you know man. Which is I why really I try don't to keep want my stuff out of like I try to keep my like relationships out of like y'all like I don't have to try to bring my friends into it because I know me as a friend. If you tell me something, I hate that person for the rest of my life. You might make up with her. I still dislike her. Facts. For facts. Um, what about I say? But yeah, I don't know, man. That that whole like I don't I I hope they don't end up. I hope Lawrence doesn't feel like. He has to give up stuff to go do this with her. I feel like that's where they're going to take us. 
And I really just hope that's not what he does. I feel like they kind of already. They kind of like already like with that last scene. I feel yeah. like. But I don't know. They may. I I cannot think of any other way for them to figure it out. But I'm sure they can. I'm sure. <laughs> the team of writers I was paid I'm to sure. come up with this show. I'm sure they can. Um, come up with something. Do you have some questions? Uh, I I sent you a few. One of which was the name thing. Um. Mm. Another question I had. I didn't send this one, but I had it. Who do you take parental advice from? Like how to be a parent advice? Yeah, like who would you take parental or relationship advice from? Like who, and not like you as in like DJ specifically, but like who is a person or like a character of a person that you would take relationship advice from or, or parental advice from? And that's coming from the scene when... uh Lawrence and uh, uh, what's her name? Constellation was uh at the 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 baby party, yeah. And they basically got into an argument, yeah. Like there, and then the homeboy Derek was like, "Hey, let's move these boxes for me." And then once he pulled up, he was like, "Yeah, but you don't gotta act crazy." And at that point, I'm like, "Well, okay, it's good to have a friend like that, but like." Do you take parental advice from all your friends? Or do you take relationship advice from all your friends? Or just, like, specific friends? I mean, I feel like I said it before. Like, I said it all the time. Like, I mean, like, y'all are my friends and I love y'all. But, like, nobody is in the same situation as me. Like, that's n- number one. Like, nobody's ever in the same situ- situation in life as you at, right. in general. But I do feel like but in a certain... Is. He's not. He's a father. Just like that nigga said, bro. I mean, y'all married. It's completely... Right, That's right. completely you're, different scenario. When, right. when a woman is taking out her spite, and that's what I'm going to call it. I don't understand why she's treating Lawrence hey, bad at all. So I don't I'm know if it's something like, that we missed over these nine months, but yeah, because she's really treating this nigga terrible. Like I'm not understanding. I would understand, which I, I I guess I get it. Okay, at the end of the day, you know, so you understand, like he left Condola or like broke up with Condola and went back to Issa, and then Condola hit him up, and then he was still like, I'm gonna still fuck with Issa, and we're gonna figure this out together. Whatever we're gonna do at the but side. That's still, that's still spiteful though. That's, that's yeah, that, that is spite, but I, I feel like I have to put it in that in that mirror. That's Somebody's right. gonna respond and be like, Yeah. No, I do. Yeah. I understand every single part about what's going on with their actual engagement, but I just don't understand why when a woman, I feel like when a woman is is weaponizing your child, and I feel like that's what I would call it a little bit. It's not it's not terribly bad yet, but a woman is weaponizing. He actually, he actually said that, when they're just not using the word weaponize. Like yeah. in that last scene when he was like, are you using it against me? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? When a woman's basically weaponizing your child, you know what I'm saying, that manner, um, you kind of can't compare, you know what I'm saying, to their, to their problems. Like, they have had problems, and I, I, and he, I, I'm glad he acknowledged that, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, Lawrence, I don't even think, really was there for those problems, but mm-hmm. I'm glad he acknowledged, you know what I'm saying, we had our problems, this is what really happened with us, you know what I'm saying? Like, I understand what you're going through. And Lawrence was like, no, you don't, because this is not the same thing. And it isn't the same thing. Right. So I feel like in a situation like that, you can only listen as as much as somebody's been, and then you got to make your own decisions. I, I, I'm assuming, you know, so Lawrence doesn't have a lot of people that are in that situation, you know? Um, I feel like your parents are good people to ask, no, no matter if they're if they're good or bad parents, too. I feel right. like you can gain something from perspective of the people that raised you and what you would want to do better. Grandparents are there alive. Well, what if your parents, like, so, like, back to Lawrence's situation, your parents been married 30, 40 years. They're, they're also speaking from, and that's another reason why I was like, I understand why he said Derek and uh, Tiffany weren't. Like in the same because they're married, but they also have a child in the sort of same age range. You ask a parent, 
they done got to the point to where the child has grown up and they have grown up enough to understand where they went wrong and what they would and would not do. And hindsight is always twenty twenty. I mean, hindsight is always twenty twenty. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like with them, it's different because, like, like just like I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not, I'm not completely hating on Condola, on Condola, Condolisa, controller. Um, yeah, I'm not hating on her at all in her decision because she had valid points too. I'm not. I don't want to make it sound like I'm all on Lawrence's side. Condola had points, nigga. You only show me you want to. Obviously, that's you know what I'm saying a little you know, jumbled around. You know what I'm saying the nigga lives in the nigga lives in so. This nigga's catching a flight. I had to, nigga. I had to do my math. He lives in San Francisco. It's like an hour. And she is hours. not. Oh, by flying. Yes, I mean by yeah, flying. Yeah. San Francisco to L.A. Flying is like an hour and a half. Yeah. By car, it's six hours. Yeah, it's a pretty long distance. That's crazy. Yeah. Like if it wasn't in, if they weren't in California, he would have had to probably travel to. If he was like living in South Carolina, that's Virginia, like two, bro. three states. Yeah. Virginia, bro. Like that's literally like two, three states. From where we are, you, yeah, you could definitely make it to Virginia. Or maybe Mount Tennessee. Mount. Maybe, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, that's like two, three states, my nigga. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, like when I put that in perspective, it's like this nigga is catching a flight. He's every, trying his best. Every, yeah. Every, He's literally trying his best. Every, and that's what I'm saying. I feel like I feel like she's taking that out of there and being like, damn, you're, you're, you're never here. And this nigga's like, you know, like, that's probably if he he's getting freaking fire miles, you know what I'm saying? That might be he's making a hundred dollar ticket a month. But then it's I mean also, oh, a day. But I mean then it's a week. also but then it's also I said like, like three different time scales. Yeah, you, so. yeah, I don't know where you was going with this now. But then it's also like where I was like kind of baffled with the energy she was giving him was uh like you said, he's flying back and forth, right? Yeah. But he could prevent all that flying back and forth if you just let him have the child for, you know, a night or two. Or a week. He literally set up, bought a crib, built the crib. I'm going to let y'all niggas know. DJ probably can tell you too because he has a child. I done built three cribs. I am a god daddy to two childs and I got a, a cousin, a little cousin. I done built three cribs. Them junks is not easy to put together. Them junks take forever. Yeah, you got to stop with the shots, bro. You got to stop with the shots, bro. This weekend's not going to be lit, belly. Yeah. Um, yeah, nah. But... <sighs> He bought the junk, put it together, has like the baby's whole like own little setup and everything for her to not even let him touch the child. Like when he walked in the house the one time and he was like, all right, you said I could take him overnight. The baby was already crying and fussing. He grabs him. Or I don't want to say grab because that sounds kind of violent. She hands him to him. Yeah. And... Within like 10 seconds of him holding the baby, she's like, okay, I can calm him down faster than you can. Ma'am, you obviously can't because he was crying when I walked in the door. Like you're already, what you're basically saying, number one, is that like this nigga Lawrence doesn't be here. You know what I'm saying? Like that was like your first statement. And then number two, you're not letting him be there. Be there. And number three is like, you know what I'm saying? You're kind of pushing him out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, I feel like these steps happen. And this is what, these are examples, I feel like, of how this shit starts out. And it's like it's like you always wonder, you're saying like I've talked about this before. We talked about this, you know what I'm saying? Like being, how father is the villain. Ends you know, up being a, that? a deadbeat. Because niggas don't know what's going on behind the scenes. The mama could be like um contraceptive and not allow the father to see the child. Like he, she literally be like, I don't want you to hold him, I don't want you to touch him, I don't want you to look at him, but I do want you to be here to help raise him. And because you aren't I'm not going to let you do anything. 
after a while, it get like, oh my God, what am I supposed to do? I'm not going to keep trying to fight you. Yeah. That's the shit that is, uh, that's kind of like mad annoying to me about, um, and the it way goes, the show. It goes back to what you were saying about the in spite thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, like, that's like weaponizing your child, you know what I'm saying? Like, she has, she's being spiteful towards him. Um, yeah, you know, and I, and I feel like the whole episode, I didn't even take it as that. Until like afterwards and like it all unfolded, I was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Like from the very jump, she kind of was like a little bit iffy to that nigga, you know what I'm saying? Like we was asking about the baptism, like this nigga is trying, like it's, ah, you know, trying. I wish we had a, I was gonna say, I wish we had a woman, Marquita. How do you feel about the show? How do you feel about Condoleezza Rice, um, and the way that she's uh doing I mean, my boy Lawrence? Right, but I feel like I can't understand why she's upset. Why? Because she's like the whole they were together then he went back to Issa and he said just keep me posted and she was just keeping him posted and then I feel like he got upset with that but I mean I understand he wants to be in the child's life and she's not letting him be there but I mean I feel like it's just a lot to kind of view by yourself for a whole what however long it was to be separated by a couple hours and I know she was like leaning on her sister for that so it's probably why her sister doesn't like him um but yeah, I mean, I just feel like it's a lot. I feel like from the way the episode ended, she's probably going to move in with him and stay at his house to raise him so that he can still work. But I mean, I don't know. I feel like y'all kind of said everything that I was thinking. Like, I think, I don't think she's right by what she's doing, but I can understand why she's doing it. Okay. I think they both were being very selfish. Yeah. I think they both were allowed uh, their relationship to, again, I don't have a child, but when a child is involved, at some point in time, you have to realize it is no longer my life. It is no longer your life. It is no longer our life. It is this child's life. Facts. Everything we do from here on out will affect this child. Facts. So the fact that um, Condoleezza was being spiteful and not allowing the father to be there is going to affect the child. The fact that Lawrence could have done a lot more to be there. I'm not, I don't want people to be like, we're beating up on the woman, we're punching down or whatever. No, Lawrence could have done a lot more to actually be there. I will agree. You know, Lawrence got that girl pregnant, you know what I'm saying? That you, know what saying? Shoot he got, up, he got, you know what I'm saying? Like, like that last scene when he was like, she was like, you you left. He was like, to take a job that I already had before you ruined my life. You know what I'm saying? Sir, you also didn't have the nut inside of her. You know what I'm saying, boy? You shooting that bitch niggas, up. Niggas know how babies come. It was never no problem. You was blowing that motherfucker up. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Well, never no problem. You just run that motherfucker in there. Well, well, never no problem, huh? Drilling holes in it. You know what I'm saying? Well, never no problem, huh? Well, never no problem then. You beating them back in. Now you want to have problems. Um, Do you think... Marquita, Marquita kept mentioning earlier uh, she wished that Issa would have been there at the uh, the birthday party scene. I did too. I wanted her to be there so bad. And especially when you uh, knew Lawrence wanted her to be there. When he asked Kelly how was everyone else... And Kelly kind of comically in the best Kelly way, but petty. Everybody that's attached to me is growing 
thriving. I feel like maybe she was there, came late, and then saw them and then left. I think we're going to get that perspective next episode where she might have seen them together before. And then left? You think Godot was bad? You're probably right, because Molly wasn't even there. Yeah. So they did probably just like pull up late and then like saw them and I didn't even think about that because Molly wasn't there for real. He used to slide too. Yeah. That's what I'm saying though, like like in the time jump, like that's what that's actually like the pinpoint when I was trying to figure out like, okay, is this the year later? Are we past the year? Are we in the middle of the year? Like where are we at in the year? Maybe Molly and Issa weren't even chilling still. Oh yeah, they were together because of the Stanford thing. Damn, maybe they're just on like their little like best friends, so maybe they were there. Yeah, this shit didn't add any context at all to like what time period we were actually hmm. in. But yeah, I definitely feel like they, I feel like we might get that little perspective in the next episode. Um, and that might be how the story runs for this season. And if it does run like that, cool. If it doesn't have anything to do with it's this. Some like back and forth type of, type of thing. Like yeah. Where it's, like, where it's like, it'll be Issa's perspective, then it'll be Lawrence's perspective, then it'll be Issa's perspective, then it'll be like, type of thing. Yeah, I grew up in Mali, but I wish we didn't have to. You think so? I mean,. The, I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Molly, all the promo. I feel like every Molly episode is Issa's episode, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel it's, like, like, it's like a joint. I feel like she. I feel like we want to see more. I don't want to say we want. There's nobody that wants to. <laughs> I like Molly. I don't know why you keep saying this. Not like I'm saying like I don't like her. I'm just saying I don't want like solo Molly stories. They're boring. Like the Thanksgiving shit last year. At this point, I don't anymore because y'all have given us everything y'all could give us about. Y'all have given us everything y'all could give us about Molly at this point. So, no, I would not want, like, a solo Molly episode now. Um, yeah, I don't know if I need, if I need, uh, Molly giving us the vibes, you know? I don't know if that's necessarily what I need for the, for the rest of the season. Um, I don't, I, I don't know, man, I really do want... A Kelly episode now more. I feel like they're giving they're giving us every, heavy. Every it's episode. heavy, boy. It's heavy. Boy. And Kelly is heavy, boy. boy. They're, they're spooning it on. Boy, every episode of Kelly, I'm just like, she must have a spinoff. Must be because y'all are giving us more information about this woman in these three episodes than y'all have ever given us in the four seasons. They're feeding us a lot of Kelly, and I'm okay. Like Holly was like, she stopped drinking. I don't know. She had a drinking problem. Mm, I kind of knew that. How? What led to that? She's always drunk. And in the first season, they were talking about... Is she always drunk or is she always just the party friend that's drinking? I mean, I feel like we don't... don't, I feel like as her not being like Issa's best friend, we never see her in a a setting where it's not a gathering. That's why why I was like, is she drunk or is she just drinking? I feel like people have made statements about it. Like, not like you have a drinking problem and she should quit drinking. They definitely have commented that she's always drunk. I feel like when people start saying stuff like that, they're, they're starting to think about oh, making that statement. And maybe that might, maybe it's an off-camera thing. You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, I've never. I don't think I remember hearing anything like that. But you could be right. I could be absolutely wrong. But no, that was a thing. Uh, the first episode, how she get a podcast when that happened. Just a whole bunch about this woman that I feel like we should. Yeah, they are, but they're also like kind of giving us piece by piece. I feel which, like she's not the awkward black girl. Which is why I'm like. She doesn't strike me. She must have a spinoff. I hope. That'd I hope be so dope. Too. I hope so too. That'd be some dope shit. Call it Prenny's Perguntas. What? That's the name of her podcast. Per- what is Prenny's it? Perguntas. Prenny's Perguntas. What does Perguntas mean? Questions in Spanish, and her last name is Prenny. Wow. It's a dope podcast name. Prenny's Perguntas. 
Um, trying to think about anything else about the show that we care about or anything else that we can talk about before we hop off. Uh, what's I, up, Shot? I think we really touched on everything. What's up, Shot? I think we did really touch on everything, though. Like it was a it was a heavy episode, but like it it really was like one topic the entire time. Yeah. Um. And like you can literally like you say ball it down to communication. Yeah. Even from the first scene, the communication on how the child was born was kind of poor. Like he got a text message at a, at a date, like hey, your son here, nigga. Shorty said. <laughs> yeah, she like, said. What if that happened? She, she was like, "What was what she really said?" Oh, could you imagine? Yeah, could she you? Was like, could you imagine? He's like, he was like, oh, this, should, "This should be enough." Uh, you have a good night. All I gotta say is, wherever this nigga, and I, I believe it, bro. Wherever this nigga Lawrence work is, he is getting paid. He is getting paid. He is getting paid, nigga. That flight is money is crazy. Nigga, flying back he and forth every week. He gave Shorty a couple bills, boy. A couple. That nigga said this should, this should cover everything. Damn, what? Why, you know, I would have done and dashed. Man, what? I'm out of there. You better, you better come with me, nigga. <laughs> come on, sis, get up. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. Yeah, whatever he working at is is, which also was like brings into the fact that we're like, you're thinking, okay, he wanted to be with his child, he would have just moved down there or whatever, or did what he had to do to be with his child, but like. That's this nigga dream job. Make making his dream type of money. I ain't gonna lie, bro. One of the things, um, and I know you mentioned the thing earlier, it was like that's like that was really personal for me. I think one of the things about Lawrence, like, I don't really feel that much I I do feel a connection to him, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, in some regards. And like some of the different things I watch throughout the show, I'm like, damn, they really be doing this nigga bad. You know, so I feel very similar to that. Not just being a black man, but like being me. One of the things I feel like that sticks out the most, and I hope this isn't like a long like talking point um that I get on. I think the part of the show, from like a like a third person perspective, like mm-hmm. just looking at it, but also what you, like like the grand scheme of or life being as well, able like to see being everything. able to turn it out into life and being like, oh right. shit, you know, right. what I'm saying? looking at it like that. One of the biggest things I think um, that kind of bothers me a little bit about it is that um, Lawrence, we could argue, made. One mistake. I wouldn't necessarily call it a mistake. You know, saying so the thing in the first season with Issa where he just didn't have a job, you know, said so things like that. Like, right. she didn't feel like he's putting in effort. You can boil that down to as this mistake. Let's say that's it. Let's say that's his mistake. Let's just play game. Let's say that's his mistake. Let's play ball how all the women play ball every time we say Issa was dirty and they'd be like, well, he wasn't doing nothing. Yeah, let's say so that's let's his just mistake. Play ball. This nigga's life, he's like, I feel like he's like evidence of like, you can literally. Do wrong, you know. As, not, a, black as a black man, yeah, as a black please, man, you, you make sure you add as a black man. You don't get to make mistakes, almost, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because like, I feel like when women talk about this whole Lawrence thing, this nigga really has not done anything. He he, he he not anything to like harm another human being, as opposed to the show like where he like did, he did one, like you said, one. Yeah, one flaw. It, that's one call flaw. it a flaw. Yeah, one flaw is that he did not have a job for half a season. Half. It wasn't even the whole season. It was half a season. By the end of the season, he was working at the he, first little tech at, company. Right. Or whatever. He had moved but he was at Best Buy yeah, before he that. Yeah, he, so, like, he was, like, was, I, he was like, I got to make some money. So, I got you. I'll get a little, 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 little job, job. And now I'm making my real money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, he his one flaw, like you said, was that he didn't have a job for half a season. And for five seasons, he has been paying for it. It is so. Yeah, that's like one of like the biggest, like, 
standouts because I feel like it, it does shout to realism in life, but it's also like, damn, bro, like, you could literally, well, not even say, like, make a flaw or have a flaw because everybody mm-hmm. has flaw. Mm-hmm. Flaws or, like, everybody does flawed things. Everybody mm-hmm. makes mistakes. Everybody, everybody makes, has those things. you know what I'm saying, like, like laughs of judgment type of things, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. Um, but I just feel like it's, like, one of those things where it's like, damn, like, you kind of have this cloud of of negativity that hovers over you forever from there, you know? Yeah, and it's uh, one of the reasons why Lawrence is, like, my favorite character. Because I think I can connect with him the most out of any of the characters. Even, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just saying because he's a man or whatever. Because I have watched plenty of shows or movies where I can connect with the female character more so than anything. Which is, you know, one of the reasons why I say I like Molly. Because I can connect with her on some some level, some extent. Yeah. But, like, even, like, a few episodes of the podcast ago when, like, I was really arguing hard down with Christina about the whole Lauren situation because I'm like, I really feel for bruh. He really, in the grand scheme of things, didn't do anything wrong. Like, like you said, he didn't harm anyone. That's what... Not physically, not mentally, not spiritually. He didn't do anything wrong. The only thing he did wrong... And this is what I had to come to grips with, and it really hurts me saying it like this. The only thing this man did wrong was having a dream. Facts. And he's being punished for his dream. Facts. And he's been punished for his dream for five seasons, however long that timeline is in, like, the show's world. But for five seasons, he's been punished for having a dream. And even if you look at, like, small stuff, bro, you can go to, like, the, like... You can go to the um the fucking because I I feel like I mentioned this a lot. You can go to that threesome thing, bro, where he got the the STD from it. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, we talk about a lot of times, it's like we don't. Fault. You know what I'm saying? We talk about a lot of times, like we don't um. We don't like to demonize black people. Mm-hmm. I feel like Lawrence <laughs> definitely been demonized by the writers of the show, bro. Like this nigga has a lot of negative pitfalls like he has like a lot of like he, he i feel like he's out of all out of the three because i'm gonna keep calling the three main characters you know i really don't feel like molly like eh, is there you know i feel like but this episode is called lauren support group now. yeah you know what i'm saying like <laughs> honestly but i feel like out of the three main characters like they kind of like let molly and Issa survive their 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 negatives or like if they do something that's crazy and it's been a lot and they kind of bounce back and they, they bounce they back they get to bounce back not Lawrence. immediately but they do get to bounce you know what back I'm saying? Lawrence, I guess he does bounce back technically but like it doesn't feel but like it don't really yeah, it doesn't really feel like it like if you have a financial breakthrough that means nothing if emotionally spiritually and physically you are just drained yeah now the nigga has enough money to take those flights back and forth but taking those flights it's physically taxing. Facts. You have enough money to now uh, have your child in the house with you, but you're dealing with the baby mother who won't let you deal with your child. That's emotionally taxing. That shit's crazy, bro. That shit is crazy. Like, this man is really going through all of this for having a dream, and it breaks my heart. It's kind of crazy, because I, I, like now I'm thinking about it, out of like the three shows or the five shows, whatever number you'd break down, it's like this commentary of life genre that's what i call it mm-hmm. um i feel like this is the only show that like he's the only character that kind of like faces um repercussions to an extent consistently yeah, yeah. i feel like isa i really do not feel like they like face repercussions or like any type of nothing or maybe it's just like we don't perceive it like that. I don't know. Like I guess like I don't know. Maybe it's, it's us looking at it from a male perspective, probably. But 
I'm trying my hardest to, to sit and think about a time when Issa or Molly really made a mistake and then had to like sit with it, live with it, and it ruined them. Facts. And it was substantial, like, like ruin them, but like ruin them, like because you know niggas will be like, yeah, this is really big to me, but like you can move on, like like these things that happen to Lawrence are like you really can't move on. These are things that like niggas become jaded over. You know, if, like this, if, this, this is what creates a spiteful, jaded, angry nigga. Yeah, honestly, if Issa doesn't cheat in the first episode, Condoleezza doesn't even exist. The baby doesn't exist, and I'm not saying that the baby should not exist. Listen, guys, don't take my words out of context. Anytime a child is brought into this earth, it's a beautiful thing. However, Issa doesn't cheat on Lawrence. The baby doesn't exist. Lawrence's mental state right now. Never comes into fruition. You think fruition. they wore a, can- wore a condom <laughs> when they cheated? Hmm. Huh. And this has been the Bad Takes Podcast. Yeah, guys, this has been the Bad Takes Podcast. Uh, I've been KJ. I've been DJ. We appreciate all you guys for those of you who watch, those of you who listen. We thank you guys for joining in on the podcast today. Uh, leave us some questions, you know, on the Manifest Effect Instagram, DM us some questions on some topics that you think would be interesting that you guys want to hear us talk about. Um, do us all a favor and watch Insecure so we have people to talk to about the topics on this show that apparently nobody watches. Thanks, guys. Bye.